this is Emily from Sounds in the Shadows, coming to you from inside the blanket fort. And I'm discovering something about blanket forts. While they are very, very cosy, they do also have a tendency to get rather warm. And it's a very sunny day here in Dublin, and I'm here piled under a load of blankets and starting to feel a little bit toasty. But being piled under so many blankets has put me in mind of a story. Now, once upon a time, there was a king and a queen who had a son. And their son was, of course, a prince. The king and queen loved their son and wanted the best for him. And when he came of age to marry, they, of course, wanted to find him the most suitable bride. And as he was a prince, well, he would have to marry a princess. But no ordinary princess would do, not for their son. This had to be the most princessly princess in all the lands. So the king and the queen, they sent out a call that any princess, single, of maritable age, wishing to wed their son, was to come to their kingdom for an interview. Now, the prince thought that this was a little bit much, and he knew his parents, they, their intentions were good, but he was finding this all a little bit embarrassing as all these princesses came to the castle, formed an orderly queue and went inside for their interview with the king and the queen. Now, the king and queen, they had a very rigorous set of questions. Are you the youngest of three sisters? Do you have a fairy godmother? Has anyone in your family ever been imprisoned by a dragon? What would you do of holding a christening party and you realised you had forgotten to invite a witch? Have you ever been lost in the wood and found a number of small animals come up and start singing and dancing with you? How do you feel about glass shoes? The interviews went on and on for days and days, but there was no princess that the king and queen felt was quite, quite princessy enough for their son. Finally, the last of the hopeful princesses left the kingdom and the king and queen didn't know what to do. There had to be someone out there. There had to be a princess who was meant to marry their son out there somewhere. Maybe she was under an enchanted spell and couldn't come to the castle. The two doting parents took themselves to the royal library and began to pore over all of the newsletters and gossip columns, searching to see if a suitable princess might be under an enchantment and their son ready to go on a quest. The prince's mood seemed to grow as dark as the clouds that were gathering in the sky. He didn't want to go on a quest. He didn't want to have to go off and kiss a load of frogs in case one of them might turn out to be the right princess. He didn't want to go and bother a load of dwarves just in case there happened to be a princess sleeping in a glass box in their garden. And he really didn't want to bring some poor girl back from whatever enchantment she'd been under, only for her then to have to suffer the ordeal of his parents questioning. The clouds in the sky had turned into storm clouds and rain began to batter against the castle. The wind was howling so loudly that at first the prince didn't hear the knocking on the door. But eventually he realised that, yes, yes, there was someone knocking at the door. He bounded down the grand staircase up to the great door of the castle and opened it. Whoever had been knocking had been stuck outside in the storm for a very long time. 
The prince pulled the doors open, apologising for leaving them waiting so long. The woman standing at the door, well, she did look like she had been through the worst of the storm. She was utterly drenched with rain. Her hair had been blown into a terrible tangle and her dress, it was spattered with mud up to her knees. She was shivering with cold, her arms wrapped tight around herself and her teeth shattered as she asked, Is, 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 is this where the, the, they're doing the, 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 the princess interviews? The prince said, well, they'd, they'd finished the interviews, but she, she had to come inside. She had to come out of the rain and get dry. The prince took the woman into the castle, into one of the smaller sitting rooms, the one he liked to sit in himself. He then went and found a towel and a fluffy dressing gown and, and a hairbrush as well. And thinking about it, asked the kitchen to send up some hot chocolate and two cups. The two of them sat there drinking their hot chocolate while the young woman dried off and warmed up. She told the prince that she was the princess of a very, very small kingdom and she'd come for the princess interviews. But on her way, her carriage had been overturned. She'd had to walk all the way to the castle, walking for days. And she'd been caught in the storm. In fact, when she eventually made it to the castle, she was worried they wouldn't let her in. Her tiara had been blown off. Her hair was a mess. She was covered in mud and looked like a drowned rat. But the prince found as he listened to her that he quite liked this princess, even if she did look like she'd been dragged through a hedge backwards. He watched as she began to untangle her hair, working the hairbrush through it, slowly turning it from a bird's nest into a veil of gold. The prince started to feel that well, if he did have to marry a princess, he'd rather like to marry one who, even if her carriage was overturned, would walk for days on her own two feet to get to where she wanted to go. And by the time they'd finished their hot chocolate, the prince had made up his mind. This was the princess he wanted to marry. He took the woman by the hand, led her to the library where his parents were pouring over the latest royal gossip from all the other kingdoms. He threw the doors open and said, Father, mother, I would like you to meet my fiancé. Now at first the king and queen were delighted, and then they were suspicious. Who was this young woman? Where had she come from? Was she really a princess? Now the queen, who was quite a clever queen, she decided she would put this young woman to a test to prove her princess ability. She painted a smile on her face and began to fawn over the young woman, saying, Oh, darling, darling, so pleased you could arrive. Oh, well, we must get you out of these, these damp, muddy clothes. We must get you something better to wear and see about, see about a room for you for the night. The queen, she had a fine, soft nightdress fetched for the princess and then began to go about making up one of the guest rooms. Now, all of the beds in the palace had thick feather mattresses. They had soft sheets that were sprinkled with lavender oil, and they had fluffy comforters. Sleeping on one of the beds in the palace, well, it was like sleeping on a lovely warm cloud. But there was a reason that the beds had to be so soft. It was said that a true royal 
a true prince or princess or king or queen, would have incredibly soft and delicate skin. Skin that was very, very easy to bruise, especially when they were asleep. Queen went into one of the guest bedrooms, pulled the mattress off the bed, and there on the boards of the bed, she placed a single pea. She then threw the mattress back on top of the bed and placed another on it, and another mattress upon that, and another, and another, and another. When she had placed as many mattresses as she could upon the bed, she called for the maids to bring all of the spare comforters and all of the spare pillows. They piled these up upon the bed, and then they brought extra blankets, and they brought extra duvets, and by the time the bed was made to the Queen's satisfaction, well, you would need a ladder to get up on top of it. The Queen then found the prince and the young woman who had come in from the storm and claimed to be a princess. And the Queen said, well, it's getting very, very late. I think you two lovebirds should say goodnight and I will show your dear fiancé to her bedroom. The Queen smiled as she brought the young woman into the bedroom and saw the woman look nervously at the piles upon piles of mattresses and the piles upon piles of pillows. But the young woman didn't say anything. She climbed up the ladder a little wobbly and settled herself on the very, very top of the bed. Good night, said the queen. I hope you sleep well. Good night, called the young woman, her voice a little bit muffled by all of the comforters. The queen left. She felt certain that if the young woman was truly a princess, she would not be able to sleep a wink because of the pea beneath all of the mattresses. Now, the young woman was struggling a little bit. You see, the bed was very, very soft. In fact, it was too soft. And she kept finding that she was sinking down into the pile of pillows. It was like being trapped in the world's coziest quicksand. She was also very nervous because any time she tried to roll over to find a more comfortable way to lie, a way to lie that wouldn't see her being smothered by blankets, the entire tower of mattresses would sway and she was getting very worried that she might be knocked to the ground and would be a very long way to fall. In fact, the pile of bedding was so high that she was up near the ceiling and if she tried to sit up too quickly, she kept bumping her head on the roof beams. She lay there awake all night, counting down the times until it was morning and it would be a time that it was polite to go down and try to look for some breakfast. The king, the queen and the prince were all having breakfast in the royal breakfast room because where else would they have breakfast? When the young woman came in, the queen looked at her intently, looking for any sign that she hadn't had a good night's sleep. The young woman was pale and there were large, dark circles around her eyes. Hello, good morning, dear. Tell us, how did you sleep? Was the bed comfortable? Now, the young woman didn't know how to answer. She didn't want to be rude and say, no, she'd had a terrible night. But she also didn't want to lie to the king and queen who were her future in-laws. Thankfully, she didn't have to. Once the queen had set the young woman atop the pile of mattresses, she had gone back to her own very comfortable bed, which had only three mattresses, and told the king all about her plan. 
when the king looked up from his buttered toast. He exclaimed, Why, look at her! Look at the bags under her eyes! It's clear to anyone that this young woman didn't sleep a wink last night. The prince was very confused by all of this. But the queen smiled, took her husband's hand and said, Yes, yes, it is very clear that she did not have a comfortable night at all. I'm very sorry, my dear, the queen said to the young woman, but I had to be sure that you were a true princess. So I played a little trick. I placed a pea under your bed, and it's clear that you felt it even through all of those mattresses and so weren't able to get a wink of sleep. I now know that you are a true princess, a princess who is princessy enough to marry my son. The princess just smiled and nodded. She didn't really want to tell the queen that actually she hadn't known anything about the pea. She'd just been worried about falling off the pile of mattresses. The king and queen, though, they were very fond of their test of the princess and the pea. And the prince, once the princess told him the truth, thought that it was a very funny story. And in fact, when the two of them got married, they had a pea-themed wedding. The bride's bouquet was of sweet pea. The groomsmen and the bridesmaids all wore pea-green dresses and pea-green waistcoats. And at the wedding lunch, they ate pea soup and lived happily ever after, with a sensible number of mattresses. <laughs>